Welcome back to 9to5Photographer, the podcast to help you get more shoots, make more money, and spend more time doing the things you love. And this episode, a one-off episode, is coming to you from the NEC, because I'm at the photography show. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to some of the exhibitors to find out what their take is on the photography industry right now. How does this show compare to previous shows? That kind of thing. Now, I'm here on Sunday, 19th September. I don't usually come on a Sunday. Monday is my usual preference, but tomorrow I'm on a shoot up in Yorkshire, so it makes perfect sense for me to stop here on my way up there. But now, looking around this place, my first impressions is that there are fewer exhibitors, it's all in a smaller space, and there are fewer visitors too. And I don't just mean in relation to the whole thing being a smaller event, because there's a lower density of people in this smaller space. So to me, that must mean there are way fewer people than normal years. But I might be wrong. Maybe lots of people were here yesterday. Maybe there's a whole truckload of people coming here tomorrow. I don't know. For the sake of the exhibitors, though, I really hope so. But anyway, we're not here for me to talk. Let's get out there and start talking to some of the exhibitors. So I'm with Angela Nicholson, and this is She Clicks. Angela, tell me what She Clicks is and how you're finding the show here as well. So She Clicks is a community for female photographers. It's a friendly, informative place that people can come to, ask questions, um, they can share images, be inspired, ask for constructive criticism, and we run webinars as well, and it's all free. So you just, uh, if you join the Facebook group, uh, you'll get to see all the webinars. Also, we have a website, um, and all the webinars are um, recorded, and then they get uploaded to, uh, to the to YouTube and then to the website. So you can see all our back catalog as well. Okay, all right, this sounds fun. So this is for women only, and where can women go to find out more about this? So if you go to sheclicks.net, you'll find us, or if you go to Facebook and search for sheclicks.net, she you'll find us pretty quickly. Okay, perfect. And that's Angela Nicholson. Angela, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so I'm here with Guy. He's a Frenchman. He's living here in the UK. He's been in the UK for 30 years, he's just told me, uh, which is a long time. Um, so I just bumped into him. Uh, Guy, how are you finding it being back out with people again? Oh, that's wonderful, my friend. You know, uh, we've been we've been locked in <laughs> for the past 18 months. Uh, we've been caged and imprisoned by this government. So it's lovely to be back uh, and seeing people and be able to mix it up and being humans again. <laughs> now, what's the best thing about seeing people again? Well, I mean, you've got you've got that camaraderie, you've got that friendship, and you can buzz and bounce out of people. I mean, this is the way the world should be. We should be all out there and mixing it up and have a great time. Come on, come at your houses. You're not meant to be living in a cave. It's nice to meet you. Thanks very much. Nice to meet you, Simon. And hey, have a great This is such a great podcast. Everybody should like, literally sign up, write the comments under your comments, like the podcast. This guy needs a lot of followers, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Keith. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye-bye. So I'm walking around this place and there are not that many people there, at least not compared to previous years. The aisles are really wide. Uh, I'm looking at the food hall place and it's, it's just empty. So... If you're coming here and you want to get some food, then um, don't worry about queuing up, because, well, unless it's busier later in the week. But certainly here on Sunday, there are not many people here at all. All of the usual suppliers here, like Canon and Nikon and Sony. A few new people as well. There's a company there that does music for YouTube videos. I am going to go talk to them. So I'm on the Music Vine stand. I'm here with Lewis. Lewis, tell me how the show's been going so far. This is your first time being here, is that right? 
That's right. It's our very first time, so we're newbies at it, but really enjoying it. It's uh, been great to meet people in person. We're e-commerce, so we're used to meeting people digitally, so it's uh, it's been a really nice change for us. Okay, now tell me how how your business is different to someone like Premium Beat or Storyblocks, or there are a couple of other ones out there that people like Peter McKinnon tend to rave about. What makes you different? Sure, that's a really good question. So Premium Beat and Storyblocks, um, more thought of as like stock music platforms, um, our platform Music Vine, we work with singer-songwriters, we work with producers, beat makers, um, and composers who take a, take a lot of pride in their work, and we, we cherry-pick that for our platform. So it's a different type of musician that we work with, and it's not so much traditional stock music as, as uh, the type of music you might expect to hear under you know, a real nice documentary, a real nice film. You can find that on our, our platform, and we have a democratized pricing structure for it as well. Okay, nice. So if you want to find out more about that, that's Music Vine. And this is Lewis Foster. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you very much. Cheers. Now, I see Matterport here. Matterport's one of those companies that they, they do these 360 cameras. They're pretty phenomenal quality. And I think at the start of lockdown, well, I know certainly I was looking at 360. A lot of other people were too, mainly because, really, you're able to do shoots without needing any people to be there so a lot of people started looking at that their, the availability of their kit went right the way down it's an interesting stand interesting kit <laughs> they don't look all that engaging though on their stand <laughs> i think i'll keep going so i'm with paul on the ajuki stand uh, i've been an ajuki customer for about five or six years now but paul tell me how you're finding the show and what it's like to be back here after covid sure yeah it's been really positive uh, we've had a uh, good well number of people visit the stand. Uh, we weren't sure how it was going to go, but we were really surprised. Everyone's really positive about the, uh, the industry moving forward, I think. Um, so yeah, it's been really good to be back. And nice seeing people again face to face. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, we've missed it over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just good to see uh, existing customers uh, along with new ones as well. Good, good, good. So if you're interested in uh, insurance for your photography gear, then uh, give Paul a call. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks very much. Thanks so much. Thank you. So I'm here with Garfield on the Greenpeace stand. Garfield, why is Greenpeace at a photography show and what do you need photographers to be doing here? Oh, it's very simple. That is that the more we have impactful images, the ones that you really look at twice, that actually show what state our planet's in. And that can apply to uh, air quality, it can apply to um, the oil industry, it can apply to many other things. And certainly anybody that's seen Seaspiracy, the Netflix doc, uh, knows that um, fishing and uh, eating fish basically is um, uh, unfortunately um, under question. And it's trying to raise uh, these uh, issues. And sometimes a great shot or a great piece of videography can actually speak much more than words. Okay, so how can photographers engage in this? Do they need to contact you or just take pictures and submit them to you? I mean, you know, how do you, how do you need photographers to, to work with you on this? There are pictures that exist out there. I always think of one, basically, which is a, um, uh, an orangutan on the top of a, a tree in a burnt-out forest. And I think the first time I saw it, I, I was pretty close to tears. Mm. It's such a powerful image. If I mention that image, I would imagine that nine out of ten people who take photographs have seen that image and remembered it and any picture like that is so invaluable that the truth is that uh, we would be thrilled to have use of pictures like that and funny enough at this show we've been offered by I would say maybe 20 30 photographers here saying is there any way that we can supply pictures to you that are strong oh wow for free yeah. because we believe in what you're doing I see 
Garfield, thank you for explaining all of that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So I'm walking past the Sony stand. There's a picture of Hannah Cousins. Uh, hello, Hannah. Uh, Hannah was on a previous podcast episode. Uh, next to another picture of a future upcoming guest. I can't, can't say who it is right now, but it's good to see their picture right next to Hannah's. So I'm here with Dave Clayton. Uh, Dave seems to be at this photography show uh, every single year and seems to know, I think, everybody here. Dave, tell me how the show's going so far. It's actually going surprisingly well, and I, I don't mean that in a negative way. I think it's very encouraging to see the wide variety of ages of people that have come out to support the show and also to get out of the house. I think a lot of it is there was always that scary part of will people come, but actually it's been really nice to see. I mean, the, the halls are a bit more open space, the gangway's a little bit wider, people have got the space, a lot of people are wearing masks, which is great, and respecting personal space. So watching the people come, you know, we're now four, where's the speaking? We've gone four o'clock on the second day on a Sunday, and the live stage is as full as is comfortable to watch somebody when they could be going home and beating the traffic. Yeah, they could be. This is really encouraging to see it, isn't it? Yeah, and, and the various ages, you know, it's young to old, and there's some great speakers. Again, the vendors have come out and supporting the show. Um, I think we all need it. I think, you know, two and a half years since the last show, and people are just kind of wanting to get back to the things that they love doing in person yeah given the restrictions we currently have yeah, and exactly you being here catching up with you and come people coming over to the live stage um, so i'm co-managing the live stage and editing suite and we've had some great sessions and it's just lo it's just lovely talking to people who's been the best speaker you've seen so far or not necessarily the best but one, one of the best uh me <laughs> <laughs> um I think it would be unfair to pick a best because different people bring a different energy. Uh, they're, they're all good, in other words, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, there was a guy yesterday. I've not sat down and watched anybody, but I will say, I'll give him credit. Yesterday on the editing suite, there was a young, young man who did a session on 360 photography. I think it's called Best 360. Okay. And, and I like 360 photography, but he was so good. He was very nervous. But he was so good, the footage he'd shot around the show, he was prepared for it. It was really interesting. And he was talking about like why you never see the selfie stick. Okay. Um, well, the he, invisible selfie stick. Yeah, and he made me... I sat down to watch him. So just something I didn't expect to catch, catch my interest made me sit down and watch him for as long as I could. I really enjoyed I wanted to go up to him afterwards and just say... You know, well done. Yeah. yeah, I think 360 photography is one of those things that during the pandemic started to take off a bit because yeah. people were able to shoot in situations where there weren't people because you don't really want people in there. Exactly, and that's the thing that's coming out as we were just talking earlier about education and saying that because a lot of people lost, I mean, there are people here who lost work. Um, it's all about adapting in that time. What else can you learn? And education took off. So then it's like, well, what else can I learn that with the kit I've already got or in a situation like I'm not allowed to see people, but I can go out. You know, wildlife and, and landscapes are still yeah, there. Yeah. So how can I improve? People are buying drones. More people are getting into online education, YouTube channels, podcasts. Yeah. You know, they're finding different mediums to get their knowledge out and also bring knowledge in. And I think if you've, if you've sat on your backside for 18 months and done nothing, you are going to find it hard because there's a lot of people around who have adapted and evolved. Yeah. 
and now coming out, weddings are coming back, events coming back. You add, you having the other skills, you are able to add that to your portfolio. So you can say, oh, I can do that then, but I can do some outdoor stuff and we can do some really cool 360 walking through the halls and you become a valuable asset. And we were just talking about shooting for specific projects or industries and that you get to know the people involved in the whole project and mm. that gives confidence. Yeah. But if you are waiting for the phone to ring after 18 months, if you've not prepared yourself for it, that you take that phone back to the shop because it's not going <laughs> to ring. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. Uh, Dave, you just mentioned podcasts. Uh, actually, this podcast here uh, came around because of pandemic, yeah. because suddenly I, I had availability to, to start yeah. my own podcast. But speaking of podcasts, you've also got your own podcast. Tell me all about that. I do. I have one called He Shoots, He Draws. I just want to say your podcast is very good because you are so professional. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you make you put me to shame. Don't make me blush. Yeah, no, but, it, 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 but when you started it, you, you started exactly how I tell people to start. You made a great job from day one. We started a bit rough and ready. It was myself and Glyn Dewis. We were rude. We were travelling, we were rooming together at events and we were found we found we were having conversations about photography and design that one day it was like we could make this into a thing. Yeah. And we turned it into a podcast. And he shoots photographer, he draws, graphic designer. Uh, we're now hundred and fifty something episodes in. Wow. Um, been doing it for two and a half years. About uh, during the pandemic in April, Glyn was moving house, so he had to step away. So my friend Alan Hess, who's a concert photographer in San Diego, and we've, okay. we've talked together. He's now the new co-host, so he brings something different. Um, but what's been good is we get to talk to our friends in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and we've actually got to know more about them. than I call it like event friendship. You see them at an event and you only know what you know about what you talk about there. Yeah. You don't know what they did at school, what they wanted to do, how their backstory or their thoughts on things. So as time went on, we were just going through this list of people and some of them we couldn't get. But what was a plus of the pandemic was no one was going anywhere. So kind of the email went, hey, you remember you said you'd be on the podcast that you were busy? Uh, you're at home. So we, I actually cheekily got some guests out. And I think it's been one of those, like, if I had to write a list of, sort of a few things that have kept me sane during that period, even though I'm not a photographer, it's being able to talk to other people about their experience without it being a down thing and some people have actually thrived through that period and, and were um, felt scared to admit they've done well. Mm -hmm. Well one guy we spoke to, Doug Saunders, he said, you know, we had a we had a good team, a strong team, and we lost a lot of work. So we had a meeting and said, right, let's say this goes on for a year, what should we be doing? So they went out and they bought a load of webcams, recording gear, and okay. they built they built uh, meeting packages for big businesses so they could send them to their employees and go like, here's your webcam, here's your hard drive, here's this, here's the setup, they make recorded videos, how to set it up. He said, so they got all this business from companies who they could do a quick turnaround, get their staff ready for Zoom calls and team meetings. Mm -hmm. He said, so we adapted and we evolved and now it's a new part of our business model. So it's just... You know, you've got. We're all looking for opportunities, yeah. but the the nice thing about doing the podcast, I'm sure you found, is you just learn something all the time. And the day you stop learning is the day you should put down what you do. Yeah, yeah. every day's a school day. Exactly. This is a great, great yeah. Thing.
So, and I'm still learning. Even as a designer who is not very, I'm not a very good camera operator. <laughs> I think I'm a good photographer, but I'm not a good camera operator. I've absorbed so much great knowledge about photography. Yeah, I still don't pick my camera up, but I love the industry. I'm like a fan of photography, so yeah. I admire photographers in every shape and form because they entertain me, like musicians do, like football clubs do, yeah. right? if you've got an interest. And, and I'm so blessed and lucky to have made so many friendships and get to sit and watch new people, like as we speak, there's a guy called Tommy Reynolds on here. I think I met him once before. He's got great energy, and we were talking before about how to overcome problems with a crowd if you're nervous. And I'll keep in touch with Tommy. Now, we're not going to be best friends, but I know the next time I see him at the show, it helps. You've got that rapport. They feel comfortable with a familiar face. And, and just being around photographers all the time, I feel like a, I feel like a fake photographer with all the knowledge. <laughs> and you never know, you might end up being a best friend. Uh, Dave, thanks very much for talking oh, to us. Thank you. Great to hear about your you, podcast. Uh, he Shoots, He Draws, that's, yeah. that's the one. Go check it out. Yeah. And uh, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Uh, so I'm with Tom Lewis on the road stand, which is quite fun because I'm using the Wireless Go 2 at the moment to record this. Uh, Tom, first of all, tell me why the Wireless Go 2 is just the most amazing bit of kit ever invented. Well, it's because it's made by road. No, <laughs> I, I jest. Um, it's portable. It's easy to use. It immediately connects to one another. The sound quality is good. The range is good. It's taken the headache out of wireless completely. Yeah, yeah. We make a wide array of accessories for it, which you're using now, which is the Interview Go. We have a range of clips. We have Lavalier mics for it. So it covers a lot of bases uh, for a good price and with a good sound quality. Now, also, you've just given a talk. Uh, tell me what the talk was on and, and how that went. Oh, it went very, very well. So that was actually my, my second one today. Uh, third, done and dusted. No more from me. Um, so my talks are uh, approaching audio from the layman's perspective. So whilst we're all pretty good at taking a picture, um, not everybody here is particularly au fait with audio. Um, a polite way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's it's a subject that I like to try and demystify and make really kind of simple because um, it's easy. It's really really easy, and uh, my my presentations uh, again they just effectively dis demystify the uh, the craziness that can be audio. Uh, I mean, look, it's just like photography. It's as deep as you want to go, mm. but. If you just want to record a vlog, there's a certain things you want to do. If you want to record a presentation, there's a certain, another extra set of things you need to do. Yeah. But basically, get the mic close, get it loud. Done. I love it. Get the mic close, get it loud. Audio is one of those things, isn't it, where people will put up with poor video quality but good with good audio Absolutely. much more so than the other way around, wouldn't they? Absolutely. So uh, my, my colleague also called Tom, we were laughing about this in the restaurant last night. How quickly would you turn off a YouTube video with beautiful cinematography, beautiful smooth shots, gorgeous, gorgeous tone, just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen, but in the background it's going... You would pause that, turn it off, close the page instantly. Yeah. But if you've got a beautiful presentation, expertly delivered, really nicely edited, compressed, equalised, perfectly recorded really nicely, but it's just a white background showing, 
you'd probably watch it, wouldn't you? Exactly that. It's a bit like, a bit like good quality radio. You know, we listen to radio and you can't see anything, but you don't watch TV with bad quality audio or no audio. Well, I mean, broadcast, that's the whole reason something like a Roadcaster Pro exists. <laughs> that's a whole other kettle of fish. But, um, yeah, the, the talks are just demystifying this kind of stuff because, you know, you start talking about audio and balanced connections and XLRs and you can just see people glaze over. Yeah. So, I try and keep it very, very simple. You know, simple things like the length of the mic denotes the pickup range. Right. Uh, what gain means, and using ISO right. as, a, as, a, as a kind of gauge for that. You know, too bright ruins the shot, too dark ruins the shot. Love you've it. Got, you've got to get the perfect ground, you know? So if something's too loud, it's ruined. If something's too quiet, you can't fix it. There is no Photoshop for audio. There are things that work wonders, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but not to the same level of what Photoshop can do. Yeah, talks go well, I enjoy them, um, and uh, so far it's been an absolutely fantastic show. That's great. Well, uh, Tom, thanks very much for your time. It's really good to talk to you here today. today. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Pleasure. I was hoping to find Think Tank here because I do need a new camera bag. Basically, my cat weed on my bag. <laughs> I'm laughing right now, but I can tell you the shoot that I did after that weeing episode, it was the smelliest shoot that I'd done. I thought that I'd cleaned it, but clearly I hadn't. And throughout the day, the smell was just getting worse and worse and worse. So anyway, I'm desperately trying to find Think Tank. Not sure if they have a stand here, though. Various frame companies here, various album companies, too. And of course, all of the obligatory gear suppliers. Wex have got a massive stand, various show deals going on. And they are right next to Canon. I wonder whether that's an intentional move. I don't know. A lot of people queuing up here for Rankin to sign a book that they bought there from the stand. Be good to get him on this podcast, but uh, clearly he's a bit busy today. To stand here for Zoom, the MP3 recorders. Um, great kit, possibly the most confusing kit I've ever used. If you're listening to this and you know how a Zoom H4n Pro works, then please let me know because every time I turn it on, I never have a clue. Uh, here's my exciting French man again. Bonjour. Here you are again. It's Ben. Ben might want to answer ben. a question. Hello. You're right. Hello. Uh, I'm Simon. Uh, you're Ben. Ben, what do you do here? I'm uh, the marketing manager for Adapterlux. So this is our stand right here. Now, people listening to this, this is on a podcast, oh, Adapterlux. So tell me what Adapterlux is. So Adapterlux is a miniature lighting studio for uh, macro close-up product photography, um, all modular, so you have flexible lighting arms uh, with uh, magnetic connections on both ends, so it connects to a power source, and on the other end you can connect all sorts of uh, colour diffusers and uh, effect component components, if you like. Um, it's a little bit hard to describe um, only on audio, but if you imagine sort of a uh, one of the tripods from War of the Worlds, right. it doesn't look too dissimilar from that. I see. Um, with sort of the heat rays going down onto your small subjects and the, uh, the control that, that affords you in your photography is uh, it's fantastic. Okay, so two days ago, uh, Apple announced the iPhone 13 Pro. Mm -hmm. Was with that the, two days ago? With no, that was a few days ago. lens built in. Exactly that. Yes, so this yes. is good news for you, I guess. Uh, absolutely good news for us. I mean, we've been trying to push uh, phone macro for a long time because our lights are continuous lights. That's fantastic for anybody that likes to shoot on their phone. So we actually sell clip-on uh, phone lenses for you know the older generations of phones, but nowadays with multiple different lenses in your phones, uh, it's all sort of ready to go. 
And Ben, how can people find out more about Adaptalux? Where can they go? Uh, Adaptalux.com. Perfect. Or if you're stopping by the show, then it's J103. Yes. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Thank you. It's interesting. There are a few suppliers that I'm asking if they can just say a few words on this podcast. They kind of get a bit scared. The bigger the company, I find, the more nervous they get about breaking some kind of corporate protocol. So there's a guy here with a 360 camera. Is that a, three, is that a 360 camera? 360, yeah. Ah, so are you here as a supplier or are you... Uh, a I'm just a photographer who's... Uh, Spending a bit too much. <laughs> Spending too much money. Tell me about this 360 camera you got there. This 360 camera, I bought it initially um, for uh, trying to vlog or something, but I, I come up with another idea. I'm just going to walk around and then I'm going to look at it at home and going to find myself, because uh, the new location, it's really confusing and I'm always getting lost. Well, there's light blue. Do you use light blue? I used to use light blue. There is someone from light blue, but he is engrossed in conversation with somebody looking very animated and excited, but not far from Light Blue is Savvy Studio Software. Is that Lisa? Lisa, hi, I'm Simon. I run a podcast for photographers. Uh, I think I'm on your mailing list because I got an email from somebody at Savvy Studio. Uh, and I also saw there was a message in a, in a photography uh, Facebook group. So tell me a little bit more about Savvy Studio and what it all is and who it's aimed for. So Savvy Studio is a new software, new CRM software. There's a job Let's hang on for a second. Okay, so yeah, Savvy Studio is a new CRM software system that's been launched for photographers. So we're launching here at the event, so it's very exciting for Excellent, us. congratulations. Thank you very much. So um, it's a great CRM system, so it does everything really. So it does everything you need from a business perspective. It looks after all your clients, it sends out automatic reminders, you can do your contracts, your quotes, your invoices, everything from a system basically. It has special workflows, so you can have shoot workflows with messages that you can pre-program to go out for shoots or separate entities for weddings and things like that. You can have your own online booking system through the system, okay. your own websites, you can do point of sale integration, so all sorts of great features that aren't really on offer for photographers really. It sort of brings everything together into, into one system really that manages the Brilliant. aspects of your business. So, okay, yeah, excellent. Where can people find out more? Um, on our website, which is SavvyStudio.com. SavvyStudio.com, that's S-A-V-V-Y Studio.com. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Lisa, thanks very much for your time. You're welcome, thank you. So Ultimate Frames is uh, a supplier that I used to use a lot and they always used to have a stand here but this year they're not here. Various other frames companies though. It seems everywhere I look right now I'm seeing photos that Sanjay Jogia has taken. Sanjay, if you're listening to this then it's, uh, it's good to see your work everywhere. So I think it's time for me to get back to my car. Let's bring this episode to a close. It's great to catch up with some of the suppliers here. It's great to see an energy and a buzz here. The feeling is definitely a positive one. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking of coming along to the photography show, then I'd definitely recommend it. I think you'll have a good time here. But also, if you are listening to this and you haven't followed or subscribed to this podcast channel yet, then now is the time to do so. That just means that when the next episode comes out, you'll get a small notification and that means you won't miss it. But that's all for the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll catch up with you again next time. Bye for now.